And so I started to feel super like groggy and like slow and tired all the time. Then so I was like, okay, maybe I need to um, eat some more. So I ate more, still didn't work out. Ended up gaining a bunch of weight and feeling even worse about myself. Like not even just like how I looked, but my confidence, the way I, I woke up feeling, you know, like woke up with no energy. Um, had no motivation to even get out of bed sometimes, just laid in bed. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Ali Hudzinski. I am 22 years old and I am currently a student here in College Station. Ali, thank you for joining me. Hey. Just worked out. Yes. Power snatches. Yep. How were those? Uh, well, today was actually like my first day to actually really do them. So they were difficult. My arms are a little sore, but they're fun. They were really fun. Now you're a gymnast. Cheerleader, but Cheerleader. I, I coach oh, right. it all too. Okay, you coach, you coach, yes. or you've coached. Yes. Um, how, how'd you get into cheer? So I'm originally from Ohio. Um, my dad actually started me off as a gymnastics girl, and it just like kind of wasn't my thing. So we moved to Houston, Texas after he got transferred and put me into competitive cheer where it's a complete difference from Ohio and Texas. Like competitive cheer in Texas is something that is super big compared to as in Ohio it's not as big so that's where I really blew up with it and I found myself loving it and I ended up getting really good at it so I cheered throughout high school and moved away and decided that I wanted to start coaching how old were you when you started cheer oh that's a tough one I want to say probably six wow yeah and it what do you love about it just the push um so like with cheerleading uh you're kind of with the team whereas in gymnastics it's by yourself you also have a team but you're by yourself when you're performing whereas with cheerleading it's a whole team thing you're you're with your team the whole time it's not a a you it's not i me you know it's a we and just like the push from the other people my coaches it was just kind of like here a family in a way yeah yeah, yeah. So when you, at what age did you realize like that was what you wanted to do? Once we moved to Houston. Wow. Mm-hmm. Once so, we moved to Houston, I started like getting pretty good. That's when I knew that that was what I wanted to do. What was the, like, what, what was the highest level that you took it? Like nationals, local state? I don't know. I don't really know much about it. So, so yes, uh, there's levels uh, one through five. Five being the highest and one being the lowest. Um, level five, you can get invited to this competition called Worlds. And it's hosted in Orlando, Florida, ESPN. And it's where all these teams from like China. Did they just do a reality TV show about a team? Yes. They got uh, a lot of... Navarro? Yes. Okay, so that's a college team. But I actually cheered with a couple of those girls, wow. which is crazy because I'm, you know, watching yeah. them on TV. I was like, oh, I know her. But... um. Yeah, so we went and competed against all 70 teams, actually, across the whole world. 
ended up placing second, but uh, I've done it a couple times. So getting to that, like to making it to Worlds was an accomplishment in itself? Oh, for sure. Just like getting the invitation to go was the biggest deal. And then y'all got second? Yes. How old were you? Oh, it was my last year. I was a senior in high school. It was my very last year. Because once you turn 18, uh, if your birthday falls, I think it's before May or August, then you can cheer one more year and it's like a super senior. Now, if your birthday falls after, then you're done unless you want to do international, which I didn't do international. I actually was going to um, go to, I think it was in Kansas. I got a scholarship for cheer, but I never, I didn't want to move away. I just didn't. I couldn't get myself to move away. So in that show, I think I watched it once. So it wasn't like I got into it or, but I remember somebody said, it's a great show. It gives you insight into like that world. And they worked out all the time. Oh, yes. So was that kind of what your life was? Yes. Um, So the start of our practice, we would get there and my coach was already standing outside waiting for us to run laps before we would go in and condition and warm up. And then we would do full out routines and each routine was two minutes and 30 seconds. And so you're constantly, I mean, you're throwing people up in the air, you're tumbling. So it was a lot, it, was, it wasn't like too much practice, not every single day, but four times a week, two hours a day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it was fun and you loved it. So much fun. I loved it. And that's where I met some of my bestest friends. Wow. And then you went to college after that? Moved to College Station. Did you continue doing the cheer or? So uh, before moving to College Station, I found a cheer gym locally here and applied and I coached there for a while. They actually wanted me to be a super senior on one of their teams, but just like with my freshman year of school and stuff. I, it's a big commitment. Yes, it was a big commitment, and which I'm glad now that I didn't do it because looking back at my freshman year, it wasn't too hot. So <laughs> <laughs> it would have been way worse off if I would have cheered on top of that. But you started coaching? Yes, and I, I loved coaching. Um, ended up leaving because I moved away to the Baytown area for a semester. Moved back. Um then coached again. So I'm guessing during this whole time, I mean, you're working out all the time. So it's like, do you do anything more than cheer when you do cheer or do you work out? Like, is there any specific workouts you have to do for cheer? So honestly, no, like the only things that I'm honestly, I didn't work out. Like, like I was not working out. I was standing on the side telling the kids this is what you need to do now if they needed like someone to show them how to do something I was there for that but we weren't really like the coaches didn't really work out with the kids at all so it's not like I got a good exercise there but um like the normal exercises that they do are burpees planks maybe high knees high kicks um v-ups just would you say like your fitness level in high school was different than in college? Oh, 100%. And is that be- just because you worked out all the time in high school for cheer? Yes. But in high school, I also ate everything I wanted to eat. Because you could, right? Because I, mean, I could, yes. And then um, really hit me college. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, a lot of times you never know who's listening to these, right? Sometimes you might get like a high school 
student, you know, who just stumbles upon the podcast or a college student. And, you know, I think your story is pretty fascinating because I remember when we met about the six week challenge Mm -hmm. and here's somebody who, I mean, has been in cheer, obviously is fit to, you know, but you were feeling like you needed a lot of room for improvement. So when you say you ate whatever you wanted in high school, give me a little bit more, like expand on that a little bit. Okay. So usually my parents are pretty good about cooking good dinners and stuff, but like before cheer practice, I would drive myself, so I would get some fast food, you know, and even on the way home, I would get off at 9.30, took me 45 minutes to get home because I cheered in the woodlands, so by the time I got home, I was starving, I did not even want to eat what my mom had made, I would just stop and get, you know, like McDonald's or something, yeah, whatever, whatever sounds the best that night is what I got, plus like some snacks on Soft drinks? For, oh, that... That was a big problem up until my six-week challenge. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to in, in, in shortly. So here's my question, and, and this might be the trainer in me that can't help but ask this. But you, you're in this very competitive program. Y'all are second in the world. Did nobody tell y'all that you should eat healthy or drink water or cut soft drinks? So, yes, my coach at the time, he would, um, like, if we came in with an energy drink or something, they would throw it away. Wow. Uh-huh. So I would. But you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, they wanted us to fuel ourselves just because we were working so hard. They were like, you need to eat. They n- never told us, like, what we could and couldn't eat, but which they should probably should have like, you know, don't eat so much junk food. But um, no, they never said that. But my coach did come in with these. He had these little um, sticks of honey would always bring these little honey sticks for us before every practice. And we so there just, was some effort made, but you're talking about high school girls, which right. is so hard for compliance. So hard, I mean, yeah. like you said, you're driving 45 minutes. Who's to stop you from stopping at a gas station, getting a Dr. Pepper? Right. Especially when I'm driving by myself. I don't yeah. have my parents to say oh you don't need that and it has to be your desire more than your coach's desire so did you transition to college and keep bad habits nutritionally like was that just like your freshman year no they got worse because um once i moved i stopped competitive cheer i just coached it so i wasn't working out as much and I, i just found myself so lazy Mm. and like eating anything was good to me you know like now i crave something cold like salad back then it was just like oh uh brownies okay we'll make brownies yeah you know how long ago was that your what your freshman year was how many years ago three four four years ago okay so your freshman year you're still like you, you I think you're benefiting probably from all the exercise, but you're now, you know, the lack of exercise and and movement and bad habits are getting worse. Like, when did you notice, like, man, I need to do something? So I noticed, oh, I actually lost a lot of weight a year and a half ago to where I was the smallest I've ever been. And I, I mean, I lost my muscle. That's what it was. It wasn't anything good. It was just my muscle going away. And so I started to feel super, like, groggy and, like, slow and tired all the time. Then so I was like, okay, maybe I need to um, eat some more. So I ate more, still didn't work out, ended up gaining a bunch of weight and feeling even worse about myself. Like, 
not even just like how I looked, but my confidence, the way I, I woke up feeling, you know, like woke up with no energy. Yeah. Um, had no motivation to even get out of bed sometimes, just laid in bed. And then so one day I was just looking online and this boom fit place kept popping up on my phone. So I was like, okay, let me, this is the third time I've seen it. Let me click on it and read about it. So I read, I was like, okay, I think that's, that's something that I need to do. And I was super nervous. I, I, I don't know why I was just so nervous coming. I almost didn't even show up because of how nervous I was, mm. but I'm, I'm glad I did because like it's a complete difference from how I was feeling month, like six months ago to now. Wow. So tell me this. When you said you lost a lot of weight, how much weight did you lose? So if you don't mind sharing numbers, so like how much did you weigh in high school? How much did you weigh freshman year? And then when you lost a lot of weight, how much weight did you lose? So in high school, I was always around like 120. Um, when I lost the weight, I was under 100 pounds. Okay, so you went from like 120 to 100. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like you gained a lot of weight. You just lost, like you said, all of your muscle. Right. And you describe it as you were in this like really bad place. Like it sounded like you were just like tired, like no motivation. Mm -hmm. You know, almost like what somebody would describe like a depression, right? Yeah, exactly. I honestly, that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And then... We met, I remember us talking downstairs and mm -hmm. we, I, you know, I listened to your story and I remember, and I personally was like, man, I mean, cause like you're, you look fit, like you're a cheer coach. Like there's this, like all the, but there was an obvious like need for health, right. right. For fitness, for nutrition. And that's where like my job is, is important to, you know, it's like, looks as you know and cheer right it's like the person could look like the best cheer in the world and then they can't do a thing exactly <laughs> and so you got to coach them up or you know and the same thing is like just because somebody looks healthy doesn't mean they are right you know and so um i remember you you know you did the six-week challenge and so tell me kind of what that was like oh okay so it was very very hard for me the first couple of weeks but i was super motivated so i hadn't touched soda since still to this wow. day wow <laughs> that's awesome yes um whenever i sat down with kyle and told him like what i ate and stuff he's like you eat like my children <laughs> so <laughs> i took that i really took that in and i was like okay i gotta stop eating like a child wow. really get on to my stuff and you know do something like if i'm going to take the time and like do all of this might as well do it right yeah you know um so that's what I told myself and I kept telling myself that and that's the only thing that got me by really but once I started seeing results and feeling results like feeling better that motivated me even more to continue like mm -hmm. with the good nutrition and stuff and working out um was there any aha moments that you had like epiphanies like breakthroughs about you in the process um yeah honestly like they're so that's the nutrition sheet that y'all yeah. gave us yeah. um so there's i'm a picky eater mm -hmm. first off but a lot of that stuff i searched it online and i searched like what to do like what to cook 
you know, mush, yeah. like mushrooms and stuff. I don't know how to cook those. Yeah. And I looked it up and broccoli. The main thing was broccoli. Hated broccoli for so long. And then I looked up like a good way to cook it and ate it. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's good. I didn't even know I liked that. Yeah. So yeah, there was a couple of those. Um, what about with your workouts? Because this was your first time to ever step foot in this type of gym, right? Yes. Um, so, yes, like I said, I have only done competitive. I've never even been into like an actual gym gym yeah. my whole entire life, still to this day. Wow. Um, which is crazy. Everyone yeah. thinks I'm crazy for that. But I just, I don't know what it is. Um, I just, you didn't need it for so long. You just, cheer was your thing. And you know? I, I think I have anxiety, like showing up somewhere without knowing people, that's that's my thing. I don't mm -hmm. like to show up somewhere where I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Takes a lot out of me to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So it was very like coming to the gym for the first time was probably very overwhelming. It was, it was very hard for me um, just because, like I said, I've never been into a real gym before um, in the barbell. I've never held a barbell in my entire life. So that when when Bennett brought that out the first day of personal training, I was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was, so you did what we call, it's kind of the once a week personal training. You mm -hmm. started with three personal training sessions, once a week personal training with Bennett, and then you did the classes at the same time. Right. Had you heard of CrossFit prior to this? I mean, had, had, do you have any, any knowledge of what you're coming into? So I've heard of it, but I wouldn't say I had it enough knowledge to know what I was walking into. I honestly really did not know what I was walking into. It, was, it just sounded like something that I wanted to do. You needed the whole packet. And you know what? I want to highlight this. I think sometimes it's important to know that that's actually a healthy approach, that your goal was becoming healthy, right? Mm -hmm. You you love the idea of changing your life, right, for the healthier. That part of that process was some things that you, you know, broccoli of what, which, you know, if I would have started out the consult and been like, Hey, this is a broccoli program. You would have never signed up. Nope. <laughs> you know, or, or even sometimes, you know, I find with like, if I say this is a CrossFit program, it also, because people have an association like people do with broccoli with CrossFit, but it's like, no, part of getting healthy is broccoli, like the path, right? Like it's part of what we're going to do to get there. And part of getting healthy is going to be this thing we do called CrossFit, which is a great workout program. And I think sometimes like we spend so much time focusing on the thing to get there that is our obstacle or the thing we don't like that it prevents us from ever accomplishing the goal right. that we want because it's it's in the road, right? You got you can't go around it. For sure, yes. I 100% agree with so that. So how, you know, for you, it sounds like it was beneficial for it to kind of just be all new, kind of just like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to grab this barbell. Okay, I guess I'm going to go to these classes with people and I don't like, I mean, I'm not used to this being around people. Yes, it um, it was beneficial because not only did it, it make me better as a person, like, and feel better about myself, but it forced me to get out of my shell a little bit, you know, like the first time using the barbell, yes, I was... I was so nervous, especially my first time using a barbell in front of a full class or with a full class. That was intimidating just because I'm standing there like, oh, everyone knows what they're doing. I have no idea. This is my first time. But once everyone started doing it, I mean, you know, it, it was nothing. It was fine. It was it actually be, ended up being super fun for me. Mm. I left and I was I was loving so it. So at what point? Because I think it's it's not 
the first day and it's not immediate, but at what point did you start feeling better? Like actually when you woke up throughout the day, like realizing like, you know, whether it was the broccoli or the other food and the working out, you know, the, you know, it's like, for me, it's kind of, you know, the whole package deal. It's like, I'm putting good food in my body. I'm exercising. My muscles are contracting. My blood is circulating. Right. At what point did you wake up or realize like, okay, this is actually like, feels really cool. So that is kind of a hard question just because, um, when I was doing the six-week challenge, the whole quarantine oh, thing started. Oh, that's right. So it was very hard for me to actually get myself to work out by myself, in, like in the garage or whatever, just because I have never done it. You know, that's always been my biggest thing was working out by myself. I could never get myself to do it. Once I eventually, like, started waking up, telling myself, I need to work out. I need to do it. That's when I realized oh, wow, I am, like, Mm. I feel better if I'm waking up, like, motivated to make myself go do this. I feel so much better. How many weeks were you into the challenge when the quarantine happened? Was it four? I Yes, I want to say it was three or four. Three or four weeks. And then we closed the gym, the whole world shuts down. Right. So what did you do for two months? So... Um, the Zen planner. Yeah. How yeah. Y'all we had post, the workouts uh-huh. in there. Yep. I would look at those workouts and I would kind of modify them sometimes and either add more things to make it a mm-hmm. little bit longer of a workout or, you know, um, replace some things with other stuff and kind, kind of do my own thing, but also incorporate stuff from that workout. Something to where it was fun for me, mm-hmm. but I was also getting what I needed to well, do. And how great was it that you had that kind of ramp up? to the quarantine to actually motivate you enough to act, to do something. Right. As opposed to just nothing. <laughs> right. It changed me. Like the whole, the whole quarantine thing. I kind of, I mean, obviously it's not something that is good, right. but I, I take it as a blessing on like for me in a way, just because it, without it, I would have never gotten myself to work out by myself. Hmm. And now, I mean, I'll probably go home and do a workout later on by myself. Wow. Like it's, it's, it's like a habit now. I have to do it every single day. You you know, and that's who you were in high school, right? Right. You were the person that worked out all day, every day. And now you're doing it for different, you know, because you're not going to the world championships. Right. You know, like you're, which I think athletes, which you're an athlete, like your cheer competition days, you were competing to be the world champion. Mm Mm-hmm. And athletes sometimes have the hardest time doing this when there's no reason to. Right. Yes. Apart from just being healthy. Right. We had that motivation to make it to worlds. Whereas once I'm done with that, where's my motivation? Where am I? And it's almost like you got that back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So now, I mean, what, like your nutrition, what is that like? It's, um, sometimes it just depends. Um, like we were out of town this past weekend or this past week. So that's kind of hard when we go out of town. We've been going out of town a lot, actually. Um, but like during the week, I'll like for lunch, it's chicken, yeah. some uh, green beans. Yeah. Something something light always for lunch. Then I always try to cook for dinner, whereas go out to eat. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend, it's very hard living with my boyfriend because he, soda, big soda drinker, um, yeah big sweets eater like it's crazy i'll go to heb and buy soda for him 
and I won't drink a single one. <laughs> I mean, no sodas since the, that's a big deal. It's yes, it's a big deal for me because I would reach for soda before water any day. Wow, that's I mean that, that to me that's a huge accomplishment in itself. Apart, you got a lot of more other ones, but. I know how hard it is to cut those out. I was a huge soda person in high school. Um, so now you're here, you know, like working out. I guess you do it a few times a day, mm-hmm. like maybe sometimes. Um, you're going back to, to coach. Yes, you know, I am. So for, for, I guess the last question, because this is always what I feel the purpose of this podcast, and I told you this, is the name is Building Better People, is that when you're working out, you're becoming a better version of yourself. And, mm-hmm. and when I say working out, it's it's all of it, right? It's eating healthy, working out. It's just that that journey in itself, the journey of becoming healthy is the journey towards becoming a better you. Right. So for you and, and listening, me listening, but you also said it, so you heard it too, your story, like how, how would you say that's true for you? How does building better people apply or... Um, remind you of what yours just shared with me so i mean it can go multiple different ways build like building better people just like myself sometimes i feel like people don't even know that they're depressed or like feeling a certain way about themselves until it gets super bad like down to that level to where they're like Oh my gosh, I don't even feel like myself anymore. So, I mean, I would say that people just need to like, if they're feeling some certain way, then take that motivation and put it towards something, whether it's something little or big, and put your mind towards what you want and go for it. Because yes, it's going to be hard the first couple of times, but the more you do it, the better it'll be, the easier it'll be, the more fun, and the more you'll grow to like it. Like, you might not like it at first. Um, I wouldn't say I was loving the burpees that we were doing <laughs> at first, but I went home after we did burpees, and I did more burpees every single day wow. until I could do them without hating them, you know? And so just people, like, to build yourself better, you need to motivate, use yourself as motivation, and feed off of other people and then sounds like your journey has been a lot of just like overcoming some of these challenges oh for sure for sure you know that are that are you know you you, challenges you've put in front of yourself Mm -hmm. plenty of challenges and I've not only like just with myself but I say a lot of it comes from like my family too just because like I'm not trying to get like super deep into it but I mean I have six siblings, and we all lived with my dad my whole life. So it was just us kids and my dad, you know? So that was also very hard. More motivation there to try to better myself, whether it's working out or, like, educational-wise. educational, educational wise, I don't know. But it was just, like, all that stuff from my history has... That's made me who I am today. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. 
That's boomfitbcs.com.